0: Right, what's up everybody you are watching the first episode of the brand new podcast we're going to do called the oklahomies podcast i'm tristan
1: i'm ethan and
0: i'm caleb shut up and sit down oh
2: god that drop?
1: Oh. Kristen, did you
0: drop? All right, yeah. What's up? So this is the first episode of a little thing we're gonna do called yep. Oklahomies. Uh We're we're three dudes from Oklahoma who just talk about stuff. We're gonna talk about some some pop culture, some current events, just whatever whatever's going on, you know
1: whatever we feel like.
0: Yeah, true facts. So, uh you guys know what's up first. What are these?
2: All right. So, oh. We're going to start, start off, with Shut up, Ethan. <laughs> to start off, we're going to talk about the new Infinity War trailer. So, uh what are you guys first thoughts on that?
1: All right. Well, um my first thought was, alright, this is what we've been waiting for. This is already better than anything DC is going to even talk
0: about. True, true.
1: Um, seeing Spider Man in the Iron, Iron Spider costume for the first time was pretty amazing. Um, the purple Bruce Willis, I mean, Thanos guy, I mean, I think he's going to be probably the greatest villain in cinema history so that's a big statement. it's a big <laughs> statement but you know we've been centered a whole universe around him, and he the marvel movies have been teasing him the whole time so you know what i could see it let's bring him in and let's let him be the best Unless villain we've ever seen it
2: up so much and it's gonna blow and it's gonna be the biggest villain letdown ever
0: if you take nothing away from this Ooh. show just know that ethan is a nerd for marvel He is the
1: biggest
0: biggest sucker for everything that Marvel does. If if Marvel does anything, you're going to be all over
1: it. You know, Disney has bought Star Wars, and Star Wars and Marvel, I think I've crossed over in the comics before, so I'm not 100% on
2: that, but I'm pretty sure.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: You know, I think Ethan likes hating DC more than he just loves Marvel
0: dude I hate
2: DC
1: I wake up I brush my teeth I look in the mirror and I hate DC
0: <sighs> I that's funny because um, I'm in this class uh, that film appreciation class which for those that are listening that don't know um, I'm taking a humanities uh, like a basic like a basic 1000 level course uh, called film appreciation which means that you just like watch movies and you can tr- critique them from different standpoints and stuff and uh, one of my final assignments for the semester in this class was I had to um, write a paper about um, any 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 standpoint uh, filmmaking (laughs) about a movie that's come out in the last year and uh, I did Justice League and I talked about the cinematography in Justice League and uh, that was actually a really fun paper to write because I'm, I'm kind of a movie nerd. And so I, I talked a lot about um, – compa- first of all, I compared it to uh, Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice because that <laughs> that was a really dark movie, right? And um, it was obvious that they were trying to get away from that in Justice League but uh, and and the way they did that, I read an art an article with their lead cinematographer. They used uh, thirty five millimeter Kodak film, whereas I believe Dawn of Justice was shot digital, if I remember correctly.
2: I think it was digital, yeah.
0: Yeah, but uh, shouldn't shouldn't well,
2: have been
1: shot at all, if I'm being <laughs> completely honest. <laughs>
0: well, but the the point that I went on to make in this um, paper was that. They went for a more natural look, and that was what the uh, cinematographer kept saying over and over. He's like, "We want a natural look," but it left the whole movie looking really bland. You know, the colors did not yeah. pop at all. It was just, it was, it was lighter. It wasn't as dark as Dawn of Justice*, but it was so gray,
2: and there, it, it left it with no atmosphere. Exactly. Um, it was. But, just, it was like. They they went for a blank canvas and then they didn't put anything on
0: it. Yeah, but, but the, and to go back to uh, Infinity War, that is something that Marvel's always done really well. You know, it's like they they use really good mm-hmm. color saturation, and it it gives the effect of of a comic book basically because you know the, the way comic books are printed yeah. with the bright colors and all. It gives that effect, mm-hmm. but in real life, and it's really nice. I actually really. Marvel, Marvel's marvel been doing some good work, and um, the the trailer for Infinity War got me really excited because it's got the Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy are going to have at least a cameo, cameo. They showed up at the end. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. I'm excited for the Wakanda scene because you get a little glimpse of that towards the end of it with Captain America oh, Hulk, yeah. and I'm excited what they're going to do with Wakanda, but actually... Talking about Wakanda, Black Panther comes out in February. Um, so I'm excited how they're going to deal with Wakanda and Infinity War, which I think if this is the route they're going, I think the that battle is because there's a Infinity Stone there, but I can't remember which one it is, and I think there's going to be a huge battle there. I think that's what's going gonna to go on.
0: Oh, that was... Uh... Marvel was really smart. They... They they set themselves up for um, Black Success. Panther yeah for they, they set themselves up for Black Panther by putting the character in uh, Civil War.
1: Not only him yeah. but Spider Man as well.
0: Yeah, like it, it gave you a chance exactly. Yeah, Spider Man Homecoming too. They they set themselves up for both of both both of those movies because you got kind of a little peek at. Uh, Chadwick Boseman and Tom Holland as uh, Black Panther and Spider Man, and it was really cool, and it made you want to go see the other two movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that might have been what Justice League is trying to do, but since we only got half of those characters, I I haven't seen the film, but I don't know. I'm a, first of all, I'm just tired of DC believing that I'm going to spend my money to go see it because they think that since we're putting it out there and it's DC stamped. People are gonna buy tickets, and I'm sick and tired of it. Until I see an improvement, I don't know if I'm gonna go see another DC film. But they might have been going with that route with Aquaman, The Flash, Cyborg, and I—I I think that's it, right? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know if an Aquaman solo film could work.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't. I don't see that playing well. Like, and I don't think it'll steal tickets as well, even as Justice nope. League did.
1: And the Justice DC's League is,
2: is the least
1: made. It's late. Like, it's made the least amount of money in a DC film, and it's not doing too well. Is what I think I've read about.
2: It's because they're not improving. They're still on this trying to get quick cash scheme that they're going for, trying to compete with Marvel, but and they're that not only works competing with Mar- Marvel. <laughs> they're just yep. putting. They're just putting movies out and expecting them to do well without putting anything into them.
1: Which really sucks because Wonder Woman was amazing.
2: Wonder, Wonder Woman was good. It wasn't even like it was. It was good, but like even still, I could name five five Marvel movies off the top of my head that are better than Wonder Woman. It's like Is they're it just not five? doing a good job. Well, yeah, you're right. The <laughs> entire universe. They're not, they're
0: not competing.
2: They're just digging themselves a hole. I mean,
0: I, I would argue that um, Gal Gadot and, to an extent, Henry Cavill are the saving graces of. The DC Universe. But those those CGI two... mustache. <laughs> the CGI mustache. <laughs> but uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Henry Cavill was shooting a different movie. What movie was that? I can't remember. But Mission uh,
1: Impossible 6. Okay, Mission
0: Impossible 6. But um, they had to go back and reshoot some stuff for Justice League, right? Oh, God. But he had a mustache for Mission Impossible. So he kept the mustache, and it's, it's CG'd out in justice league <laughs> oh, oh man <laughs> i'll be honest i couldn't tell i watched the movie and um, i didn't it, it was never obvious that oh yeah they're trying to hide a mustache you know but that's just that's because it's two thousand seventeen and computer-generated imagery has gotten good enough that it's not hard to do something like that
1: mhm mhm i agree Oh, man. CGI mustache.
0: <laughs> so I guess uh, now would be a good opportunity to kind of introduce ourselves a little bit. When you guys want to go first,
2: Caleb, I'll let you take the reins. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to go first. Uh, my name is Caleb, Caleb Wilkie. I, uh, I'm a big theater and movie buff, uh, nerd. Not, not super smart about a lot of those things, but I love them to death, and so I love to talk about them. And uh, yeah, I'm your I'm your chubby white host, so I got that that specter covered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Ethan,
1: and um, I am super geeky, uh, nerdy. I hate DC comics. I mean, not comics. I hate the movies. I love the storylines. I love Marvel. I love Star Wars. And. That's pretty
0: much it. Okay. You guys are going to make me sound really boring. But, uh, I'm Tristan. And, uh, I'm really into, like, politics and history and nerdy stuff. Yeah. And. Yeah. All kinds of music that you could imagine. Like, I listen to. Every genre of music that exists, pretty much. Yeah. Like, right now I've been on a Post Malone kick. Actually, <laughs> I've been. Yeah. I've been listening I've listened to like, in the last forty eight hours or whatever, I've listened to like every Post Malone song that's ever been put out. <laughs> mm. Sponsor us, Post Malone. Dude, if if Post sponsored us, that would be it. We should have him on the show. We should. We should like H three H three happen. Yeah, just just them up and be like, hey, post. Be on our show.
2: Yeah. Um sure. Sure be release your new
1: album.
0: Yeah. Oh, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, yes. Whew. It's <laughs> the thing is Stony was so good. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's beer I'm sure Beer Bongs and Bentley's would be good too, but Stony was a solid album to have to follow up, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's 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 what I like music and stuff, you know.
2: It's kind of something I left off. Just music has a huge influence on my life. That's like one of my biggest things. I'm uh, a yeah. choir geek, that yeah. kind of stuff. So
0: yeah, and, I love uh, <laughs> And uh, while we're while we're talking about such things, I guess this would be a good opportunity to uh, give a plug to uh, Ben Sound for our. intro music, Uh, that song is called Actionable by Ben Sound. You can find it on bensound.com. Got all kinds of cool royalty-free music for use in projects like this with all sorts of licensing options. It's a good deal. So, yeah, go look at Ben Sound.
2: Yeah, check him out.
0: Yeah. So, um, right now, the the tentative plan for the show format and all is we're going to Pick a couple things and talk about them for a little bit, and uh, ideally, the uh, the show will go up every Tuesday morning, and uh, right now we're on SoundCloud for sure, and then most likely iTunes. We're planning on iTunes right now, and then hopefully, if I'm smart enough to figure it out, we'll be on Spotify before too long. So, uh, check us out on SoundCloud, hopefully iTunes, and maybe Spotify. <laughs>
2: the 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 decreasing levels of certainty as we get down
0: to this. <laughs> uh, SoundCloud is the it's, it's the safe go to. You can always yeah. always find it on SoundCloud if nothing else. Yeah. All right, So let's keep going. Caleb has got a topic that he's excited to talk about. Yeah.
2: Uh. This is we're gonna be going into this new tax bill that passed recently now. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant to really use the word excited because they're, I'm, I'm very iffy on this one. Like there's some things that I like a lot and there, and then there are definitely some things that I am not a fan of. So,
0: yeah. Well, like the, at the moment, the big thing that the, like the media or Twitter or whatever you will is freaking out over is the tax breaks for corporations.
2: Mm, yeah, it's down to what? Like, it's 20% or 22% or something like that?
0: Yeah, I think it was cut from like 35 to 22, if I remember correctly. And it's, my my thing is, sure, you know, why not? Like, businesses get to keep more money than they earn, sure. And may, maybe they'll use it to hire more employees, and that way more people can have more jobs, and sure, you know? Yeah. What what I really don't understand is the way that um, people like, well, here, Bernie Sanders. This is a good example. I'm going to pull up a tweet from Bernie Sanders because it doesn't make any sense at all.
2: Oh, I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah you probably do. I think I saw
0: this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, while, while he's doing that... Oh,
0: you got it? No, let me, let me pull it up. What were you going to say? Sorry.
2: Okay, yeah, while while he's working on that. One of the one of the things that they slipped in that I'm depending on which way it goes, either super excited about or super bummed about is uh they're doubling the amount that teachers can write off for classroom expenses expenses. Except that I think I think it was the House Bill that completely cut all of them. So either we're gonna get a big boost to that going in the right direction for our teachers, or they're going to lose all of it, and then it's going to suck even more because right now it's only already only at $250, and that does not come close to covering the expenses for a classroom that aren't provided by your district. Yeah. Which is – it's it sucks, honestly. It's really sad because, yeah,
0: yeah our and teachers
2: put in tons of work
0: if and their if own it- money. If anybody from any state is qualified to talk about teachers not having enough money, it would be the Oklahomies because Oklahoma has been freaking out for years about teachers and uh, budget cuts at the state level. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think we are officially number 50 now.
0: Nice. But uh, anyway, here's that tweet from Bernie Sanders. He said – actually, he he tweeted this uh, the day after the – Senate bill passed, I believe. He said uh last night trillions of dollars were stolen from the American people. That just it doesn't make any sense because people getting to keep more of the money that they earn isn't money being stolen from anybody. And yeah, it's if he's referring to the corporation, the corporation cut, right? Um that doesn't even take effect until 2019.
2: Yeah. Right. Everybody's
0: going to have completely forgotten about it by then anyway. Like, mm-hmm. my, my two biggest issues with that are the people who believe that giving tax breaks to corporations is stealing from working class Americans. But the, the entire principle of that is flawed because that operates under the assumption that the government controls all wealth. Yeah. But that's not the case. The government doesn't control all wealth. <laughs> and whether it's a corporation or an individual getting a tax break, that just means that that corporation or that individual keeps more of money that was theirs to begin with. Yes, exactly. Be- if if the government really did control all wealth, that would be communism. And we feel very strongly about communism Mm -hmm. (laughs) is that ethan if you you keep up with this
2: yeah (laughs) if you keep up with the show you'll i'm sure you'll hear lots
0: and lots about how how we feel about communism (laughs) Mm, better dead than red better dead than red there we go but (laughs) i mean that that's my one problem and then the other is that individuals on Twitter and news media and all that, it's it's so reactionary. This is mm-hmm. a this is a big freak out right now, but by the time the bill actually takes effect, nobody's no gonna anymore. remember exactly. So why waste your breath freaking out about it now? That's, yeah. It it blows my mind. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think
2: yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's not. I don't. I don't have. I wish I had something more to add to that sentiment, but it's just like why I don't get it.
0: I mean, I, I like I like to get engaged in some some Twitter beef with with the best of them, you know. But this, for the most part, the the effects on everyday people aren't gonna be as bad as they're leading you to believe. It's, it's it's really bad fear mongering, and yeah. I hate to say it, but most of it comes from the Democratic Party, right? Like, they are gonna yeah. they are gonna condemn to the max anything the Republicans try to do, and since this is a Republican-led bill, people are gonna die as a result yeah. of it, no matter what. Just like with the whole health care thing, it's a
2: the yeah. Republican
0: health care bill. Sure, it's it's not that great, but. It's not nearly as big of a deal as they're trying to scare you into believing that it is. Mhm.
2: Speaking of that medical bill, the that was another thing with this. the The health insurance mandate was taken away with this new tax bill. Something they slipped in. Yeah. So, they're. The thing is, they're going to create all this. All this beef and all this panic about it. But at the end of the day, our government is being run by the Republican Party right now,
0: yeah,
2: primarily. And so, no matter what they do, eventually, at least some of the things that are on the Republicans' agenda is going to get put through.
0: Well, I mean, I I can tell so you it's what literally I think.
2: just people panicking
0: yeah. about
2: things that they're not that they don't really know what they're talking about. Yeah, for no reason.
0: I mean, as as far as the tax thing goes, I think that the Republicans aren't even doing enough, you know? I honestly, I think we should just abolish the IRS completely, right? Like <laughs> it's it is way too complicated to pay your taxes.
2: Yeah. I don't know I don't know about completely abolished, but it definitely is. I agree.
0: Abolish Rain. the IRS and make a fifteen percent flat tax for all brackets. Yeah. And if the government spending isn't covered by the fifteen percent flat tax for all brackets, then the government needs to cut their spending.
2: Yeah. I mean I don't I don't I don't I don't feel that that much is what we need to do, but that's definitely the right direction. It definitely is way too complicated and way too much
0: of a class war.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Th- that's the other it's thing that blows ridiculous. my mind, is that people don't trust corporations having more money, but they trust the government having all of everybody's money. All what? of, yeah. How what? is that any better? It's yeah. <laughs> At, more often times than not, a corporation is more likely to be benevolent than a government is. Because if a corporation wants your money, they have to sell you a product to get it. If the government wants your money, they just put a gun to your head. Pretty much, yeah. yeah like That's the same thing with the health care bill. You know? I don't think the government should have a say in health care at all. Like, the reason healthcare got so expensive in the first place is because the government regulations on it. If you let the free yeah. markets run healthcare, then competition will result in better prices. Yep. I am a big fan of free markets. Yep. Ethan, yep. you're being Absolutely. really quiet. Ethan!
1: Well, um, I really have no. Mm, I don't really know much about this bill yet. I don't know much about healthcare, So I have real no dog in this fight.
0: <laughs> what would you like to talk about then? Uh, I don't
1: care. You guys can talk about that if you want. I'm just going to sit here and listen.
0: Oh, here's what I want to hear from you. I got a good one no. for you. I got a good one for you. All right. You said that Thanos was going to be the best villain of all time
1: in cinema history yep i yep
0: okay besides thanos who do you think is the best villain in cinema Ooh. history
1: um i think darth vader and it's not just because i'm a star wars buff um i it, is a, it yeah, legit it's a good one it's yeah. like as a villain he was everything we needed him to be and more um just his presence his presence made you fear him and the threats he showed whenever he did kill someone on screen was terrifying so I honestly besides Thanos I if he is as good as I hope he is uh Darth Vader or Thanos I think would be a good cinema villain Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and another thing with Vader was it was it was terrifying because when he was calm he was he was really like thoughtful and like Strategic, but when he lost it, he lost it.
0: Yeah, um, I I I loved the uh, the Vader cameo and or not it's not really a cameo. That's not a good word for it. But the uh, the Vader the scene, sequence yeah. at the end of Rogue One. Yeah, you know that like, that was just cool. That was that was like the yeah. ultimate Darth Vader moment for me. That was just he just. He's, he messed up those uh, stormtroopers. Oh, yeah, it, it was good? But I, I got one for you. I've got one for you. Um, Alright. Wait, wait, we can argue this one if you want to. Oh. Uh, right, now for an argument. Heath Ledger's Joker. That is a very good okay.
1: case. Okay, well, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. Unpopular
2: opinion, Jordan. <sighs>
1: and maybe trigger warning um i thought he was a great villain i don't think he was the best joker but he was he's I, honestly top 5 greatest cinema villains but i think a lot of people just remember that and this is i don't know how this is going to go but i think a lot of people just remember that because of his death after the film came out i think think if he wouldn't if he would if he would have would not have passed on i don't know if it would have gotten the same reaction out of people but because of his passing on i think more people acted like it was one of the greatest performances of all time and it was but i think people overhyped it to be completely honest
0: yeah that's valid
1: but i do have to say the opening to that film is probably the one of the greatest openings to a film ever oh, true the whole high yeah. scene is amazing
0: yeah i just the the, the christopher nolan batman films are good
1: <laughs> they're fantastic they're not just comic book films they are thrillers they're mysteries they're all these other genres they're not just a comic book movie and it's crazy to me that someone can actually put that into a comic book film and other people appreciate it other than comic book readers.
0: Well, it's kind of like um, what they did with James Bond when they when they cast Daniel Craig, right? Yeah. Like, prior to that, with the Pierce Brosnan films, uh, James Bond... Had honestly gotten, like, really corny, you know, with, like, the invisible cars and all the gadgets. Oh, my gosh. And, Yeah. But they, they brought it back to a, like, a real, like, true-to-life, gritty, thriller, spy movie, and... Mm-hmm. And I think that, um... It, it, it's hard to compare the Daniel Craig movies to the Sean Connery movies, because they're so different, but... Yep. There There is comparison there, because, uh... their quality, you know? Like... Skyfall I think and Spectre, it, and the way the story well, it, has added like, up.
1: I think a good comparison to, like, it's not James Bond, but a great comparison is the Joel Schumacher uh, Batman films compared to the Christopher Nolan films. Because in the Christopher Nolan, it is dark, gritty, it's all these things that we expect Batman to be now. But in the mind of Joel Schumacher, he expected it to be some... Uh, it, it was almost cartoony.
2: Yeah, it was, yeah,
1: it was a comic book. It, honestly... It, it it was a product placement movie to be completely honest because every shot looked like it had to have like a product in it like i remember one part where batman pulls out an american express credit card <laughs> and the whole thing was just for toys to be made and sold and so they can make more money off that oh let's not forget george clooney as batman and bat nipples
0: I've tried to forget George Clooney as oh. Batnipples.
1: We've all tried, but we've all failed. <laughs> it haunts me. It, yeah, I have PTSD from that.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> but speaking of Batman, that made me think. Um, I know this is past what we've talked about, but Ben Affleck as Batman, what do you guys think?
0: Mm. Meh. Yes.
2: Yeah. I'd say not not terrible but definitely not the best.
0: Okay. Meh. Um meh is just kind of how I feel about the DC the DC universe, right? Yeah. Yep.
1: Like, yep. With the
0: exception of Wonder Woman and mm-hmm. with the okay, no no, with with the exception of Wonder Woman and parts of Man of Steel.
1: That yeah, I agree with yeah. that.
0: Once got you got to the actual movie part, of the MCU, <coughs> it
2: was a good movie. Yeah, yep. it, it just took a long but time. But it took to get an there. hour, an hour plus, to get to the actual movie. So yeah. Had the same thing with Batman V
0: Superman. Well, but like, um, Justice League in particular was just, and I mean, I like I said, I wrote a paper and I talked about um, the the color saturation and the lighting and the cinematography specifically, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. even the scripting... And the acting, and the acting specifically on the part of Ben Affleck, was just meh. It was that mem- That movie had nothing memorable going for it. And like I was talking to my yeah. sister because like, she went and saw it with me. She, she was like, she mentioned the movie, and you're like, she remember that? Remember that line where uh, the Barry Allen asked him, "What's your superpower?" and Bruce Wayne replies, "Well, I'm rich," or whatever. And I had completely forgotten about it because. Mm-hmm. The movie doesn't really offer anything worth The whole thing is kind
2: of just meh. It's really it's a mundane movie with mundane character development. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And yeah, it's just not great. All
1: right. Well, I'm glad you guys feel that way because Ben Affleck has stated he's looking for a cool way to leave the cinematic universe
0: oh i know what your idea is on this my idea oh
1: the it wouldn't necessarily be it wouldn't necessarily be leaving but what they could do is they could take the batman beyond route and they could introduce uh uh dick grayson as the next batman and bruce wayne uh for those that don't know the batman beyond storyline what it is is bruce wayne is getting old and he can't fill in the batman shoes anymore and so he mentors uh the next batman so what they could do is they could bring in a new actor for the solo batman film and they could start the batman beyond storyline there and i feel like it'd be i that's where they could also put in jared as Leto- joker because his Joker is meant for younger audiences, I don't know how it's going to be with a 35-year-old Joker fighting a 45-year-old Batman. Um, I think it'd be a lot more positive and read better with audiences if it was someone way younger than Ben Affleck and someone more well-known as Batman. That's just my take on it. That's what I would do.
0: That would be cool, honestly. Yeah, that would be really
1: cool. And honestly,
2: now that I think about it another completely different DC movie.
1: Yeah. And we know how that would turn out. Yeah. But here's the thing. Since they the release a Deadpool, we we now know that people will go pay to see a rated R comic book film. Let's make it rated R. You want to go there? You want to make Batman rated R? I <laughs> want to see a rated R Batman. I don't even care. That would be dope. It would be... It, you cannot tell me it would be the worst thing in the DC universe. No. It, yeah. To be completely honest, it might the only it might exist. be this, and Batman versus Superman, <laughs> and Justice League. It might be the saving grace of the universe if they make Batman rated R.
0: <laughs> you better call Zack Snyder. I could see...
2: <laughs> oh God. I could Zach see was... that. I could see that working in a really gimmicky way for one movie. And then they would have to actually get their feet on the ground.
0: Yeah, it, it would be like, hey guys, we can be like Deadpool. And then it's like...
2: and then But, but then another part of me also thinks that then people would have the same reaction they have, they've had with a lot of the DC movies, is that they're just trying to copy Marvel again.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Honestly, that, that's what it feels like the DC Universe has been, like, as a whole, right? It's... It's. Oh, it it's feels been, it's like, a like a knockoff of Marvel. But, yeah, It's a knockoff oh. of Marvel. Yeah. Prior prior to uh, this, it was pretty much standalone Batman films. The occasional, like every, what, ten years, with with the exception of the Christopher Nolan trilogy, but mm-hmm. um, and then Marvel started doing their thing and were really successful and are still really successful. And it's it feels like DC. Hello, you guys there? Is trying to do it too.
2: I mean, it's just... It's sad at this point.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um, Ben Affleck could probably be okay, honestly, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: If he had a better supporting cast, I feel like he could be pretty good.
0: Well, see, I don't know, because Gal Gadot is really good. I... Yeah, that's fair. Like I said, Gal Gadot is a good Wonder Woman. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's really cool because she was pretty much unheard of before the role, too. And she fills it really well. Yeah. But um, Ben Affleck... I think it might have been Ethan that said this in a conversation that we were having. But Ben Affleck... Ben Affleck plays... A good Bruce Wayne, but not really a good Batman, you know. Yeah. Yeah. His,
1: I just don't agree with him killing people in Batman vs Superman.
0: Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, th- 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 there was a the whole thing at the, at the end of um, Man of Steel. Yeah. Okay,
1: that is a good, um, well. <sighs>
0: I don't know. I'm trying I, to remember. It's, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Like, the the battle ended, and they were sitting there in the lobby of the bank or whatever. What
1: it was was he was like... I remember him having his laser vision, and he couldn't control it, and he was just shooting, like, innocent people with it, and Superman snapped his neck and killed him. I yeah. don't know what... I just... Whew. Well, and it's a hard it's a hard
2: argument because I think that's what one, they were going with that for with that one though they were trying to create that that difficult situation that would cause that would cause people to talk about it
0: well, and, and, well but here's the question people people freaked out over that they did not like that so do you think they would really like an R rated Batman that's true <sighs>
2: But I, an R doesn't R-rated Batman necessarily have to include that, that type of thing? Look, an R-rating just means you can get away with
1: more. It doesn't necessarily have to be have sex to and drugs way. and stuff like that. It,
0: yeah.
1: It's just there's more to the plot you can do with an R-rating film. And what they do with PG-13 films, this is what most comic book movies do. They go for the PG-13 route so they can get more people in the seats. They don't necessarily... A lot of them don't necessarily care about how much money it's gonna make, as long as people go to see it. That's all they care about. And with Marvel, they knew they were taking a risk with Deadpool, but after what they did to him in X Men Origins, we we all have been begging for it and we finally got it and it it really paid off because it's the it's made the most money ever for a rated R film. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It was a it was a an interesting approach and one that I feel like they definitely went for at the perfect time
0: why haven't the X-Men ever played a role in any of the Marvel universe
1: it's different companies oh yeah. is it yep yeah. Fox has rights to X-Men uh, uh, they have rights to X-Men and uh, isn't that that's it I
0: thought they had something else. So, X-Men is a Marvel IP, but Disney owns the Marvel Universe and Fox owns X-Men.
1: And, uh, Sony owns the rights to everything Spider-Man related but Spider-Man. Oh. It's one. It's, It's a mess. It's such a mess right now, but they're thinking about selling the rights of, uh,. X Men back to Marvel, so oh, it's Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah,
0: that's the other. Yep. Something else.
1: Yep. If they sell the rights back to Marvel, we can see some actually good X Men films and and Fantastic. Maybe a good
2: Fantastic Four movie finally.
1: Please God, (laughs) let us have a good Fantastic Four movie. (laughs) There's such good characters. Can we please see a good film?
0: Disney needs to buy buy out Spider-Man completely from
1: Sony. Oh my gosh, I wish they could, but I am a little excited for the new F- Venom spinoff, because they've cast Tom Hardy as Venom, and they're going for the R rating on that. And I think what they're going to do is, they're going to do a Venom versus Carnage uh, movie. And I, I'm i super excited about, about that, because uh, it'll... The violence, the action—if it's rated R—is going to be incredible.
0: I feel like right now isn't the right time for that, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. With with uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming having just come out, and Tom Holland being the new Spider-Man of the Avengers, mm-hmm. I feel like the it would be best to wait until like another—I don't know—ten years until. Um, the the Avengers craze has kinda of died down a little bit before um, mm-hmm. doing spin offs on different versions of characters that are in Avengers, you know?
1: Well here's the thing, it's not in the same universe.
0: Well yeah, but the the average moviegoer isn't gonna care that much to know that understand the different universes. They're just gonna be like, yeah. Well that's not the same Spider Man that I saw in Avengers Age of Ultron or whatever, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just
1: it's all big one it's all one big mess and I wish Marvel had the rights to all the Marvel comic characters could could you imagine Infinity War now if it had all these X-Men characters if it had all these Spider-Man anti-heroes and stuff like that it would
0: be incredible
1: and I don't know if it'd be the same film I think it'd be a much bigger uh, Crazier film.
0: Wait, so did we just did we just figure out that one thing that DC does have going for them?
1: Is
2: they own their it's,
0: own They stuff. They own all their own characters.
1: <laughs> they just don't know how to use their own characters.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Uh, so um, we, we, we managed to get something good about DC out of Ethan. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, dang. Wow.
1: Zack Snyder hit me up.
0: <laughs> we, we, we've we've discussed in depth superheroes and comics and what for hours now, and it it just so happens that it's on the first podcast that we get Ethan to admit that there's something good about DC.
1: And this is my la- last podcast episode. Thank you guys for having me on.
0: <laughs> in- incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, but oh, spe- speaking of the podcast, hopefully in future episodes, we're going to have some friends be on here, some guests that also Woo! like to talk about the same stuff that we like to talk about, it'll be good fun, and it'll be yeah. really cool. So We're yeah.
2: going
1: to be celebrities.
0: Well, I don't know about that. If People might yeah, laugh at us. Yeah, well, yeah. It's okay, Ethan's mom said she'd watch, right? Yeah. There you go. Hey mom. Not, not even watch, just listen. But yeah, that's good. So, yeah. Oof. Yeah, it was a good talk. So uh, this this has been the first episode of Oklahoma's podcast. We covered a lot of good stuff. We talked about Marvel for like 10 minutes and then ended up talking a lot about DC. Then we talked about yeah. taxes. We t- talked about taxes. And then we, we end up talking DC. about DC a lot more, <laughs> but it was a good time, and hopefully you guys listening enjoyed it. So yeah, check in next week for the next episode on definitely SoundCloud, hopefully iTunes, and maybe Spotify. So I yeah, I'm Tristan. I'm Ethan. And I'm Caleb. Thank you guys for watching the Oklahomies. Yeah. Oh, crap.